Sit back and listen. It's time for License to Practice by IELTS Medical. Hello and welcome back to Season 2 of License to Practice from IELTS Medical. Today I'm having a little bit of a different conversation with a nurse, Kirsty, who was previously a UK registered nurse, had a bit of time out and then wanted to become re-registered. So she isn't an overseas healthcare professional, however she still had to go through the same process minus the English language proficiency tests to become re-registered here in the UK. There's not a lot of information out there for nurses who have been previously registered in the UK and want to re-register, so hopefully listen Listening to Kirsty's story will shed a little bit of light on that. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and let's give her a call. Hello. Hi Kirsty. Hi, are you alright? Yeah, are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Good. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. If you could just start by telling us a little bit about you. Yeah, so I started off my career a very long time ago. So I qualified as a nurse about 22 years ago and I worked as a cardiothoracic nurse for about 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then when my children were small, I decided to give up nursing and go a totally different direction and to allow me to have a better work-life balance between being with my children and Mm -hmm. working and things. And then during the pandemic, and I saw how busy things were, and the COVID vaccine came out, and I kind of felt like nurses were being taken from GP surgery, from frontline, and I thought I could do something. That's something that I could step back in. Really didn't want to go back into nursing, didn't entertain the fact at all but was have to be trained up as a covid vaccinator mm-hmm. the second i started doing that again i realized how much i miss nursing <laughs> and how much i loved nursing i worked with a really great gp practice and they decided that actually they would like to keep me on so i didn't mm-hmm. dream i could ever go back to nursing i've been out for 12 years i didn't see a route back and they offered me a role as a healthcare assistant with support to get back to nursing. Oh, wow. And then that set me back on my route back into nursing. Wow, that's so interesting. And I'm glad you've fallen back in love with it. That's uh, really nice to hear. Um, I, so obviously, um, normally people that come on the podcast are uh, have never been registered in the UK before um, and are completely new to working in the UK. But for you, obviously, that's a completely different story. So did you know how um, to get back into nursing, what you needed to do in order to become registered again? No, so it was a real kind of, had no idea at all. And everybody that I spoke to and every bit of research I did was all mm. about nurses coming over from other countries. There was yeah. nothing that English nurses getting re-registered apart from a return to nursing course, which would mean six months out of my life going back to university, but also I would need to complete about 500 hours to get back on the register. Wow. So I spoke to a, a great guy at Health Education England who explained to me that due to COVID, we could go through the same route as international nurses to get back on the nursing register. And so he explained all the different routes that there were and what I could do. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously the CBT and OSCE was a much quicker route back into nursing and I wouldn't have to do the hours to get back on the register. 
Yeah, yeah. So what did you actually do then? What did you actually have to do to become re-registered? So I started right back at the beginning. I ordered myself a textbook that the nurses would have when they start their training now. Right. Because obviously training's really changed from when I did it 22 years ago. And I needed to do the CBT first. So your sit-down written exam, the multiple choice one. Mm -hmm. But anything could be thrown up in that. Anything that a newly qualified nurse would need to know. So that was my first part of call. And I didn't find the theory a bit too bad because it was just looking through textbooks and learning things. But then I needed to do the practical OSCEs. Mm -hmm. And although I had a job and a GP surgery and I was getting practical experience, I wasn't getting the experience that I needed to pass the Oscars. So this was where I really started to struggle was at the practical element. Yeah. So what did you do to help with that? So I basically researched again on the internet. I found a variety of YouTube channels, but again, they were all targeted at international students. So I was really struggling with finding my own things and I bought books and things, but nothing was really cementing it in. So I actually had my exam booked for the middle of July mm-hmm. and I just bottled it. I was like, I, I can't oh. do that. I just wasn't ready and I just felt like I was setting myself up to fail. Mm. And I kind of fell across the IELTS website and I looked and I thought, actually, maybe this could help me and this would be a way forward. The NMC CBT is changing, and if you're an international nurse who would like to work in the UK, then you're in the right place. Perhaps you just one or two steps away from UK registration and need guidance to get over the CBT hurdle. Or maybe you're overseas and need reliable online preparation to help you through. Well, worry no more. We're here for you. Here at IELTS Medical, we have books, courses and lots of resources to see you through to a first-time pass of the NMC's computer-based test. In fact, in 2017 to 2019, 100% of the nurses we trained for the CBT passed, and we'd like to see you through too. Inquire today about our new NMC CBT books and online or in-person courses for the new version of the CBT. But what they don't tell you as somebody doing this as an English nurse is that um, there was no support out there. So I paid for my own exams because no one was bringing me in. And so it meant I would have to pay for my own training with IELTS as well. Unfortunately, again, I went back to Health Education England and I was like, do you know what? There's no support for English nurses. You've said that we can go ahead and do the CBT and OSCE, but there's no program to help us, which there are programs for international students coming Mm -hmm. across. And so they were very lovely and they said that they would pay give me the money back for my exams and they would also give me the money back for my IELTS training. They said as long as it was a accredited course and it was a well-established course, which they were happy the IELTS one was, yeah. they were happy to um, reimburse me with the money, which was a great relief to me. Yeah, that's amazing. It's a good job you asked, isn't it? Um, yeah, th- there wasn't a lot of offer of help at all. Mm. It was more everything that I've done through this process kind of being figure it out for yourself 
or mm. fight for something, ask for something. There's not really been anything kind of offered, which it's been quite difficult, really. Yeah, it sounds like it has. And I'm sure there's a lot of other people in your position, which is why it's so great that you've come and sort of shared all this information, because hopefully it'll help somebody else out that's thinking of becoming re-registered. Um, because yeah, because like, obviously a lot of things that we do at IELTS Medical are targeted at overseas um, healthcare professionals coming over yeah. because the, the exams um, and the sort of process that they have to do is quite well known. Um, but yeah, for, for people re-registering as previously registered UK nurses, I guess there's not a lot, not a lot of information out there. No, there really isn't. And so it was quite strange because when I came on the course, I think people were quite shocked. Oh, yeah. you're a UK nurse. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing the same process as everyone else. But yeah, I'm a UK nurse. Mm. And I think the thing is that the course, when I came on it, yeah, I did know how to do some things. Mm. And they did show me how to do the elements that I was missing. But it was also, it just gave me the confidence about what I'd be asked on the day and um, how it kind of ran, because this was the other thing. Mm. People who come across as international nurses, they get the opportunity to do like mock exams within their workplace. I would never right. get that opportunity. So that was really key, having a mock exam beforehand. So I kind of had a feel for what it was going to be like on the day. Yeah. But then the first time I go through an OSCE process is the day I arrive and do my exam. Yeah, cause yeah, I, yeah, that's definitely something to consider, isn't it? Because I suppose just walking in, absolutely no idea, is uh, would be quite daunting. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. And I'd written care plans and things before, and done things like that, but um, I'd never done it in an exam situation. I'd just written them for my patients, and so I knew I could do it, but I just wasn't quite sure exactly what they would want from me at the Oscars yeah yeah and that is definitely something that you need to know really isn't it beforehand um yeah so you are now re-registered is that right you've got your yeah, pin yes so i'm re-registered i passed my oski middle of um august oh, great. i thought it would be ages to get my pin number back and literally by the end of the week i had my pin number back it was a oh, wow. really quick process so yeah i could start working as a registered nurse straight away Oh, brilliant. Well, congratulations. And I hope that you uh, that you enjoy it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it is really great to be back. And it does make you realise that it is definitely being a nurse is, mm. it's not a career choice, really. It's just kind of who you are. And, yeah. Yeah, part of it. And it did really make me realise going back to it, it was just like I'd come home where I was oh. supposed to be, really. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> That's really nice. Well, hopefully you've inspired some other people to do the same that were maybe thinking about about becoming re-registered. Um, I'm I'm sure that this listening to this will help a lot of people. Um, but do you have any final words of advice for anyone that was in your position? I would say, don't worry how long you've been out. You've still got those skills. You've still got those knowledge. You're still really valuable. And um. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm. If I'd have just sat back and just accepted that, oh, this is a process I've got to do on my own, I wouldn't probably be where I am. But um, I accepted the help that was offered to me and I just asked. And if people said no the first time, I just asked again, asked again. <laughs> until I sort of got the help and support that I needed. 
yeah. But yeah, definitely need to, you need to be your own advocate because no mm. one's going to do it for you. Yeah, well, that's great advice, I think. And I'm, uh, I'm really happy for you. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and good luck with everything. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to mine and Kirsty's chat. I really hope that that advice was useful and helpful for both nurses who are coming over from another country and nurses who have previously been registered in the UK and want to re-register. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and we will see you next time. And as always, to your success.